Hello and welcome back to the third annual, I guess, comeback Ye- tour of Ye- Flicks and Chips. Yearly episode of Flicks and Chips. <laughs> it's funny. I actually, when I went to look through our episode list, the last one we had was from April 11th of last year. So we are basically a full year removed from April our 11th. last one. April 11th. Yeah. You know, and it's funny. Was, uh, you know. In our, uh, in our last episode... We talked about Morbius flopping. Unfortunately, we didn't do another episode, but they re-released that movie and it flopped again. <laughs> well, you know what? Speaking of Morbius, with a little hint that that might come up in this episode. I'll just say that it might come up. But oh boy, we've got Jared Leto on the show today. Let's go. <laughs> but today on the agenda, we're going to be talking a lot about the new the drama that's happening with Marvel, um, their executives, their actors, a couple of rumors. Some box office results, uh, some DC stuff, and then we'll get into our John Wick review and what movies we have to look forward to in April. So without further ado, I'm Austin. I'm Jake. We're fucking flicks and chips, and we're fucking back. So let's start off with uh, fresh off the presses is Jonathan Major's drama. So he's getting sued for assault and harassment charges that his lawyer has come out publicly and said that that's completely bullshit. He's done nothing wrong and he can't wait to clear his name. That's what his lawyer has said. And we also know a report from, I believe it was the direct Jake, if I'm not wrong, said that a couple other directors who wanted to remain like anonymous who had worked with majors had come out and said, it's time for him to finally get what's coming to him. Like he has been a creep on sets before. So apparently this is something that actually might've been reoccurring. So what do you think? Well, I think anytime when there's accusations against an actor, you know, it's a very, very serious thing. And obviously we don't know him personally. So you hear one thing on Twitter and we don't know what's right, what's wrong, what's inaccurate. And as story always goes, you always, always see more shit, like, develop after the fact. And has anything else developed with this story after Um, it came out? Not that I'm aware of, but I'm not entirely sure. I know that there are rumors of potentially Marvel had to split with him, which would be a big deal. That would be a big deal. That would be very big. And, you know... When it comes to not trying to name drop the big corporation with the mouse ears, but I feel like, you know, you have to have like a very, very clean record. And this kind of makes me think about the Johnny Depp case where everybody knows about the drama between him and Amber Heard. But if I'm correct, Austin, didn't Disney drop him after he was accused of doing that stuff? I'm not sure if Disney did, but Warner Bros. did. They dropped him from Harry Potter, the the Beasts movie, the Fantastic Beasts movie. I'm not sure if I think Disney was done with him before then, but I could be wrong. But you're right. Disney Disney has shown in the past with like Robert Downey Jr. that they're okay with actors who have a past coming in. But if you're fucking up while you're employed by them, I think that's a totally different situation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they that's probably the comeback story. That's probably one of the most comeback stories of all time. This yeah. man who went from doing coke, getting arrested, and was almost dropped out of Hollywood, was given a second chance. And not only did he give us that performance in Iron Man, but he also gave his award winning or should have been award winning performance in Tropic Thunder. Cinema. Cinematic. Pure cinema. But this is a big deal. If Jonathan Majors is, you know, we don't know. We don't know what's going on. But if he is actually found guilty on whatever, on these assaults, oh, charges, immediately. that's Kang. That's their next big bad. They have an Avengers movie coming out with his name in the fucking title. And if they drop him, you like, they have to recast, right? I mean, and that's a big recast. He's He it's... only has to, you know, be in the MCU for this, like, five-year period to, like, don't fuck up. For five years. It's hard to say 
because Marvel has done recasting multiple, multiple times. I mean, but for different reasons, you know, Ed Norton was recasted and now you have Mark Ruffalo. Terrence Howard was recasted. Um, the girl from uh, Ant-Man was recasted like three times at this point. But like you said, Kang is, this is a big, big, big deal. If you lose your Kang, like, you're fucked. I don't, I don't think you could recast him. I don't know what they would do in that situation. They, they would have to recast him. They've already, like, put so much of the future of the MCU on his, his shoulders. Hands. Yeah. Like, I feel like you need Kang, whether it's Jonathan Majors or whether it's someone else. He is the next bad from, you know, that's what Kevin Feige's told us. And we've already gotten a movie with him in it, whether you like and the movie a TV or not. show, technically. Yes, and a TV show. Whether you like that or not is your decision. But I think we can all agree, at least me personally, I thought he kicked ass as Kang. So I I'd thought he was really awesome as Kang. I'd be I upset like, if they lost him, right? I mean, I would be sad. I'd be like, damn. It would it would be upsetting, but I wouldn't understand, you know, from Disney and Marvel's standpoint, why. Yes. That's literally playing for the majors right there, you know. <laughs> you fucking cringy bitch. Oh, I didn't mean oh my god, I didn't mean that. <laughs> I also been trying to talk about baseball, but yeah, no. I, I guess technically unintentional. Opening days tomorrow. I know. I know everyone's here to talk, hear us talk about sports, but yeah, so that's a big deal. And if they end up dropping him, let me ask you this. If they end up dropping him, do you have anyone, if you could say a wish list, like an actor or two that you would want? I don't put you on the spot here, but anyone that comes to mind that you'd be like, they could slide in that role and kind of kick ass. You know, it's hard to say, I guess if you argue from a comic perspective, Hang is everywhere mm-hmm. and there is tens of hundreds of millions of different variants so he really could be anybody that is true but it's it's hard shoes to fill because right now i see him as kang and i don't see anybody else who could really that's kind of like saying it, like replacing josh brolin thanos even though they technically did do that for avengers one but also slight nobody noticed Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things where he was like he's kind of like built for the role. Well, and he's had a he's had a big year too as the bad guy. I didn't see Creed three, but he's the bad guy in Creed three of what yep. the trailers look like because he's the one who was getting fought by Creed, and he's Kang. Yeah, he's, both movies did pretty good at the box office. His career is really like hitting its peak right now. But that's the thing. Speaking of like, he's built for the role. Like, this man is absolutely juiced. Like, he's jacked. So if you get another actor to be Kang, I feel like that actor also has to they be have to fill in those shoes. jacked, right? Like, you can't go get, like, I don't know, some, like, like, like fucking Leonardo DiCaprio somehow. Somehow. And, like, oh, you're going to be Kang now. It's like, no, no, no he, he can't be Kang now. <laughs> like, that doesn't work. He's too, like, scrawny. Like, you need, because Kang isn't. Thanos, he's not a CGI mess, right? He's a dude that's it can like empower his will. Destroy worlds. Yeah, I mean, he was beating the shit out of Ant Man <clears throat> with his bare hands, right? Dude, that like, curb, I, that curb. Despite oh, that was awesome. Despite that, awesome. that not being like the greatest movie ever, yeah, the curb stomp was awesome for sure. That was awesome. But and like he was going for the kill there. He wasn't going yes. for like a little tap out. He was going for. A Hill. And Jonathan Jonathan Majors is a big motherfucker. So you see him fighting Scott or uh, Paul Rudd, like hand to hand, like that is what would happen without superpowers. Like he would fuck him up. So I need another actor if he gets recast that I can be like that motherfucker can beat someone in a street fight, can beat an Avenger in a street fight. Believable, yeah. yeah. So we'll see what they end up doing with him uh, when more information comes out. But for now, we're in a holding pattern. So speaking of MCU drama. The one of the biggest executives in all the MCU's history, who's been there since 2008, 2007, it's been there since day one, Victoria Alonso has been let go, fired, whatever you want to call it, for breach of contract from the from Disney and from the MCU totally. So she has been fired. Now, 
there was conflicting reports on people thought maybe she got fired because of the work conditions that she because she oversaw the VFX department. Oh and, yeah, and they and they've yeah. been under flames for quite some time. With supposedly, we don't know this. Supposedly, overworking people yep. and mistreating them, as far as we know. So that was a common like theory that maybe that's why they fired her. Apparently, that was not the case, and she was actually fired because she was openly promoting this movie that I think she produced um, for Amazon called Argentina 1985. I know nothing about the movie. Could be great. Could be shit. I don't know. And Disney apparently had asked her multiple times, like, you got to stop. You're, she's under, She signed a contract with Disney an exclusivity contract where she can only work on Disney titles and she was openly breaching the contract. And she was told numerous times, according to, you know, variety or whoever put out that article, um, not to promote it, not to do this or that. And she didn't listen. She kept promoting it. And then the cherry on top was when she went to the Academy Awards with the director of that movie. While Disney, a Disney movie, Black Panther Wakanda forever was being nominated for awards. She wasn't there to promote that. She was there to promote this fucking thing, which kind of blows my mind. So what do you think, Jake? Is this a big loss for Disney? And how does this impact them overall, the MCU? A little hard to say. I mean, I don't know how to do CGI, but if you look at the last few movies, the CGI is a little spotty. So I wonder if her stepping away and not overseeing stuff led to the CGI, you know, being spotty. As you saw with Ant-Man and you saw with Thor, Love and Thunder, like that that fucking floating head scene in Thor looks so goofy. Like it's, it's so awful. cheesy. It's awful. And then Moda, another floating head scene, you know, a Moda. <laughs> it's floating heads don't work in this thing. Now, if this is the right Argentina 1985, it actually did quite well like this is higher than the last two marvel movies if i don't know if that matters or not but i what feel like mean, this critically is, um 96 92 96 is that what you're talking about though critics like not not box office 92 obviously. audience no yeah not box office but it did looks like it did pretty good if it has high stories because it was streaming yeah True. But I do overall wonder if her work on that affected CGI on Marvel. But obviously, she's been there since day one. So you can't hate on the CGI completely for the shitty floating heads. I don't think you can you blame her think, for the CGI entirely. I think that's unfair. I, I, think, I think it is unfair. You know, Disney's very, very strict. They We don't know because we don't work for Disney. But um, I'm assuming they probably have her in for multi-contract and she breached it. And she was probably, maybe she was also being overworked and she didn't really want to do it. You know, think about it. She does the TV shows too. Yeah. She's done over 30 projects. Well, she oversaw a lot more than VFX. Like she had like three different subdivisions that she was like in charge of. So she was losing her is a big fucking deal. And Bob Iger said they're going to need multiple people to replace what she did for the company. Which is multiple kind of people to replace one person, which is yeah, that's a big loss, man. That's a big loss. She has been there forever. If they do get anybody for CGI, get the people who did Avatar. That James Cameron would never do that. If they use the Avatar CGI, that shit takes like that took them like two years. What was it like? One frame was like how many hours? Yeah, like there was that would never never work in the MCU, especially if Kang Dynasty or you know Secret Wars is like another three-hour movie yeah but i think that i don't i don't want to turn this to a cgi like conversation like i think that losing her can be a big deal for marvel just because of how much she how much carried that company yeah and then she if you go back and watch iron man one you'll see victoria alonzo in the credits she's there she's been there since then her and are the dream team yeah for real and i wonder like how much input feige will have in her replacements i wonder if it's all going to be up to Iger. Or if Iger says it's all up to Feige, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder how that works. It's it's going to be a long and confusing road for Marvel. 
It is, and they are already not doing so hot. So hopefully they will be bound to come up sooner than later, but we'll see. Moving on. This one I know uh, we are very excited about. So Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse came out, ooh, was that 2018? 2018? 2018. And that was a pleasant surprise for everybody. I really enjoyed the movie. I know a lot of people like loved the movie, like saying it's the best Spider-Man movie ever. I wouldn't go that far, but I really had a good time with it. And we've all been anticipating the sequel, which is finally five years later, only months away from us. I think it's June 2nd that comes out. Yep, June 2nd. So there's been a theory, rumor, whatever you want to call it, that Tom Holland was going to show up in this movie in one way or the other. Now, Jake, we have had a theory for quite some time that oh, I know yes. you want to get into. So I will let you get right into that. All right. So like all this was saying, there's a theory that there is going to be a live action scene in this movie. That's a cartoon, which is quite interesting. So now there's a few different ways to look at it. A, the live action scene we get is like often said with Tom Holland or B, the theory that me and him are leaning towards is something's going to happen and we're going to get our first look at a live action Miles Morales, whether it be post credit scene or scene in the movie. I feel that this is finally it and we're going to get live action Miles Morales. Now, what does this mean for future Marvel movies? Well, you know, Sony's doing their own thing with the, uh, you know, the Morbius universe. So you can have Miles Morales have his own solo movie or what I'm actually very, very interested, I should say, in is supposedly Venom 3 is a multiverse movie. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see a couple of Spider-Men, which is the rumor. But another thing we were talking about is Spider-Verse 3 could potentially be, and this would be really awesome, half animated, half live action. So what do you what do you think about that? Is there anything you would like to add? Uh, yeah. So I'm sorry. We, we had talked about how this could potentially show us our first look at a live action Maz Morales. Yep. And we're going to see Tom Holland uh, live instead of, you know, some people thought maybe animated, but it looks like we'll see that he'll be there in person. Um, Yeah, I think this could open the door for, which I never would have said when this movie first came out, ever, in a million trillion years. But it looks like if this theory pans out, that our MCU or Sony universe, whatever they choose to do, Miles Morales could be the one that we're seeing in these movies now, which would be mind-blowing if they went that route. That would be insane to me. Like, cool. It'd be really cool. But like, wow, like integrating an animated movie like that into your shared cinematic universe is definitely, um, you know, pushing the envelope. But hey, if anyone can do it, it's Marvel. And yeah, you know, we'll I see definitely think that this definitely opened up a lot of doors. And, you know, all the jokes aside with the Morbius stuff, you know, Sony does have their own universe setting up. Yeah. So yeah, whether this sure. is MCU or what did I call the Sony one? Wasn't it like the Spider-Man? It was like, yeah, they gave it some Spider-Man. stupid ass SMC. It was like the Spider-Man know. cinematic. It was something with Spider-Man. It was stupid. Like. It was so, it was like long. It's like, all right. But all joking aside, we might, he might be shared like Spider-Man. We might see him in Venom. Craven, another Morbius movie, because that's all Sony stuff. I would much rather prefer to be in the main MCU, but as you know, the rights with Spider-Man and Sony are a little, little crazy. Yeah. But the third I... movie is called Beyond the Spider-Verse. Am mm-hmm. I correct? Yeah, I believe so. Believe so. So I don't know. Beyond the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. I really think the second movie is gonna end with a cliffhanger where Miles gets taken out of his main universe. And is put into a more familiar universe, which we've seen before. We saw it for five seconds in Venom 2, you know, mm-hmm. where Venom came to the MCU and we saw him looking at the screen with Peter Parker. Hold but on, definitely Jake. With the, 
Yeah. That, that's an interesting theory that you had. I, I did not think that far, but I like what you just said. Are you saying that you could see this movie ending with Miles Morales being in the MCU or the Sony universe and saying that Beyond the Spider-Verse will be a live action movie? I don't, I, I still stand by. I think it's going to be half live action, half um animated. Like the animated scenes are going to be. That's very interesting. The spider friends trying to get him back and the live action stuff is going to be like Peter Parker being like, oh, you know, I've seen this kind of stuff before. I like that and theory, Jake. I it like might that. go further with Venom 3 because the rumor as of now is that's a multiverse movie and Spider-Man is going to be involved. They never said which Spider-Man, though, or Spider-Men. True. I mean, we could all cross our fingers on the goat coming back, but, you know, if we get him in Secret Wars, we'll be happy. Uh-huh. Unless they kill him, then we won't be happy. <laughs> then we will not be happy. When they, they, really, they really tried us at the end of No Way Home. They really tried us. They thought. Fuckers. But yeah, interesting, interesting stuff. That's a movie I know um, we're both very excited for. Definitely a day one right there. I mean, you know, after Chappelle, obviously. But then, oh, yes. then we'll see. No, busy weekend that weekend. <laughs> so uh, moving on to DC news. And is there anything, is there ever anything positive that comes out of DC like these days, Jake? Like, I feel this like. Is not a, this is just not a good episode <laughs> for superhero movies. <laughs> Usually we're like, oh my God, this is coming out. This looks so good. <laughs> no. So DC. So Zan this two one yeah. opened yeah. last week. Uh, Two weeks. Was it last two, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. I want to say it was like the 17th or something. I might have to be more helpful with this one because he didn't even see it. I, I did. Didn't. Okay. So before we get into that, Shazam, <laughs> I basically know all the spoilery things because this is a movie that I didn't have much interest in. But if people really liked it, I was going to go see it kind of thing just because I know the DCU is in or DCU now is in a state of flux and it's getting kind of changed entirely and some people are staying and some are going and i didn't know if shazam was gonna like i i when jake went to go see it opening night i said jake let me know if this thing is worth my time and if it has a big you know barring on the future or, yeah yeah and you know he told me like you know it's it's fine it's a fun movie but there's no really big kind of impact in the future so i'm like honestly All right, i would have much rather watched on hbo max so it was available <laughs> that's what i'm waiting on so as promised a little morbius talk get ready get ready jake shazam's opening weekend 30 million dollars morbius was 39 million dollars morbius Yikes. the most shat on comic book movie i can remember twice. i can i can even can you even remember a more shit on comic book movie and that was deeper during the pandemic too they had to delay it 85 times, and that's that number is factual. No, it's not. But they delayed this shit ton of times, and it made almost $10 million more than fucking Shazam. And Shazam 1 was good. Shazam, that's the sad part. Yeah, I like Shazam 1. This so, one was all what the right. Hell? Give us your, give me your little, like, what did you think about the movie? Give me a little review. It, I literally thought it was all right. Like, they didn't set up anything. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't set up anything. Yeah. Um, well, let's talk about spoilers. Spoiler oh, okay, warning, yeah. In case anyone gives a <laughs> shit, uh, let's talk about Wonder Woman. All right, talk about her, her scene or scenes that she okay. had. And what did she, what, what did she bring to the movie? Did she even have to be there? Just all that. All right, I have to look up a name here because I don't want to get any of this wrong. But so the Wizard and Shazam, right? I forget his name. I'm I'm sorry. It's just the wizard and Shazam. Uh, I forget his name. I'll look I think that his name's up. just the wizard. Oh, oh, I thought you meant the actor. No, uh, yeah, he's. I think he's just the wizard. Yeah. Okay, so one woman. Spoiler alert: was supposed to be a surprise until Warner Brothers said, "Nah, uh, uh," and then they put her in the promo trailer, and mm-hmm. director was pissed. So there's a scene, and if you remember the other Sam one with quote unquote Superman, where you don't see his face because. You know, that's another shit show of a story. Um, Shazam is uh, in a scene. He's on a date with her, and he's talking about joining the Justice League. And you don't see her face. Like, it's shot from, like, 
the chin down and you just see Shazam. God. But then, you know, before they leave, they try to make it funny. He goes in for a kiss, and I swear to God, this is the most cursed fucking thing I've seen in my life. <laughs> Picture Wonder Woman's body with the wizard's face. <laughs> it was it was cursed as fuck. Even <laughs> even Shazam was a bit freaked out by it. <laughs> no. It was scarier than Halloween ends. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> but um, so what she brought to the table was nothing. I'm sorry, she brought nothing to the table. Um, he dies because there's these three sisters. Uh, one dies, one turns good, and then the other one is just power hungry. And the the, the magic staff's broken, and the wizard's like, "Oh, only a god could do it." Well, the gods are dead, and then she steps in the frame. I love the theme. That theme is that's a great still theme. So awesome. It's a it's a good like gym theme too. Getting ready to you, lift. You just Blast see her it. step. You just see her step in, and she's like, <laughs> you know, you thought. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> she she brings him back to life, <laughs> and then the post credit scene is also shown in the trailer. He joins the just it's Diebeard and Justice, Jen Holland. Oh yeah, what are they called? It's not the Just Society. That's just like the the peacemaker just, team. Uh, I forget the team he called them. Because the, the Just Society was Black Adam. That was the yeah, Black but Adam team. They, uh, they recruit him and they're like, we want you to join the Justice. And before they finish, he's like, yeah. And they're like, <laughs> Society. And he goes, huh? <laughs> and it kind of ends like that. Overall, yeah. it's a Shazam movie. You know, I had some laughs. It's it's kind of cartoony. But that's what you expect going into a Shazam movie. But I feel like if... I don't even know what the state of DC would have to be for this to work out. It's not necessarily a bad movie. It was all right, but it's more or less kind of disappointing because you're like, what's the point? You see it, you enjoy it, and you're like, we might never see another character again. Well, let me ask you, are we going to see Zachary Levi as Shazam in the new DCU? Um, In your opinion? Now, at first... When he died in the movie, you know, he was lying on the ground and I thought they're going to do the whole like fake out thing. They laugh and then they just do like a get a man in the movie or mm-hmm. whatever. But then when I started showing a funeral for a few minutes, I'm like. This would be a good way. He's dead. There's technically all the gods are dead. So until somebody fuels up the staff again, nobody is Shazam, which could lead. To, it would have made sense, right? Mm-hmm. For, sure, sure. But. I he met with somebody from DC. I forget his name. Not Gunn. Is it Peter Peter Safran? Peter Safran. I think he met with him, and I honestly think that he might have a bigger role. I agree. Another role as Shazam in the future. I agree. Like Shazam is a character who's very cool in the comics and stuff, and like he's very Superman like, you know. But he's a kid and all that shit. But how does he fit? Like. Like, I know the DCU wants to get more lighthearted and stuff, but like, if there was like a Thanos thing, right? If this is like Infinity War and half of his friends just got snapped away, and I see this grown man acting like a 14 year old, like, you're like, what the hell was that? Like, I would cringe so fucking hard. It would be cringy, but that would be interesting to see because it would be sure. from a perspective that it's like, I look like a guy, but I'm not. I'm only a 14, and half of my friends are all dead. And that yeah. would be like a good learning point, but they're never going to do that. If, if it's done right, then I'm sure anything can be done right. But just the thought of it, like thought of something like something serious happening and like, how does he take well, it? Well, in this serious? movie, something serious, it's kind of serious. It's like, there's like this dome that goes over, uh, he's in Philly. So this dome goes over Philly and they pretty much say that like he has to close it to a point because if he doesn't close it and get into a certain radius, everybody's going to die inside. But we it's not as. <laughs> I said we don't want that. <laughs> yeah, no. I All mean, right. it was kind of nice to see you know Citizens Bank Park get destroyed. Sorry, Philly nah. fans, but. Oh. All right. Well, that's Shazam. It flopped hard. It is still flopping. So if you want to help it not flop, go see it. I will not be. <laughs> but if you want to, then you go ahead. So moving on to more DC. Does Ben Affleck hate DC, Jake? I'm starting to think he might hate DC. 
Well, let's put it this way. If you are offered a badass role, like, I mean, like an awesome role, and your friends have gotten fired, one of your directors is a creep, one of your movies have been reshot, you worked hard, and you're fired again. Wouldn't you be upset too? I would be. And it seems like he is very upset and has taken it to the public. So I'm sorry, have, dude. He was he was screwed over. We have a couple quotes here. So talking to the Hollywood reporter, Ben Affleck was asked about DC, his future that could happen in DC and his Justice League experience. So he said, and I quote, the Justice League experience, the fact that those stories became somewhat repetitive to me and less interesting. Yeah, I did finally figure out how to play the character and I nailed it in the flash for the five minutes. I'm there. It's really great. A lot of it's just tone. You've got to figure it out. What's your version of the person? Who is the guy that fits you and what you can do? I tried to fit myself into Batman. And by the way, I like a lot of the stuff that we did, especially in Batman or Superman. Now, that could be a minor flash spoiler. This will also be a minor flash spoiler. So if it, but it's nothing big, but it could be something. So he said, and I quote about the flash, I get saved by Wonder Woman. She saved me with the lasso of truth. And so what happens is that Batman divulges some of his real feelings about his life and his work. So what I don't have here quoted is Ben Affleck also saying he will never work with DC again. He will not direct the Batman, the Brave and the Bold, as some have speculated. He will not direct any DC movies or be in any any involvement in those movies again. And he had some some remarks about being in the suit as well that he hated and everything. So first of all, Jake, do you think Ben Affleck is serious? He will never work with DC again. Second of all, what do you think about what he had to say about the flash and his scenes in the flash? I think now because he's not under contract, he can kind of say whatever he wants. I mean, obviously on his own, he's extremely successful. I mean, he's directed, a town, Argo, Air, Gandhi, being on, and they've all done pretty good. Yep. So I don't think he really needs DC in his life. But I think this is kind of after, let's see, 2023, probably 2014, 2015s when Batman v Superman came out. So it's almost 10 years of all the stress of being toyed around with. And I think he's finally happy to tell us kind of like the truth. Mm hmm. And as a Batman, I thought he was really good. He was a really good older Batman. And I think he did bring a lot to the table. But with, that, with all that being said, I honestly think his time is done. And it's if he doesn't want to do it, I think it's time to find another Batman. And as for the five-minute thing, honestly... Just because, you know, in this day and age, I, I think they would have to kill him off. It says he gets saved by one woman, so I don't think he's going to really go off to the sunset. It's probably going to be, if you remember in you know Justice League, the scene with her and Aquaman. It's going to be something kind of dumb and silly like that. Mm -hmm. But I think they're going to get all the DCU, like the DCEU stuff in the beginning. And I think the second half is going to be a DCU film, if that makes sense, kind of setting up the new timelines and different stuff. Like, he says five minutes. I don't think we're going to get that scene with him and Keaton. No, I don't I don't either. I don't either, unfortunately. Unless he pops in with Keaton for like a minute just so people would be happy and then they just kill him. But regardless, I think he's happy he's not playing Batman. And he's happy he's no longer involved with DC. He's definitely been asked to do more stuff, I feel. We know but for a fact James Gunn has said himself that he was having conversations with him about directing a movie. And so that led us all to believe like, like that's fucking awesome. Right. He's going to come direct a movie. I guess that was bullshit. Maybe he's got to stop tweeting so fucking much, but. Oh my God. Oh, he's man. been deleting shit too. Like he, yeah, cause he's stepping on his own toes. Because then people are going to screenshot it and quote it, but he is kind of funny though, gone. Cause he will call you out if you're bullshitting. Like if you're, yes. if you're wrong, he will call you out. So. Don't yeah. tweet at James Gunn unless you're right. Yeah. And so with Ben Affleck, I feel like 
I'm upset he won't be directing any more DC movies. He is an awesome Batman. Fucking so cool. Perfect for the older, like you said, rugged Batman. Um, but I know the DCU is looking for a younger one. And I know that Ben Affleck's not going to be in this movie very much in The Flash. But I wonder if they end up actually killing him or if they have, you know, the universe get rewritten by whatever the hell happens in The Flash. Like, I wonder if they show him actually die or if they just show, you know, the whole world has been, you know, changed by this nexus event yeah <laughs> that would make more sense know. you know yeah it is uh completely change it because i think it was it was one of the justice league cartoons obviously this is not the first time i've done this it was one of the r-rated ones i don't know if it was war or the it was like the one for dark side and apocalypse right mm-hmm, Where, mm-hmm. and it literally ends with the flash restarting the timeline yes he literally says in a trailer he can go to any timeline and i think it's going to be something where um, try not to spoil. I know a big flash spoiler, which I'm not gonna. I probably shouldn't say, but they're pretty much trying to rewrite the timeline where his character and another certain character doesn't exist. Do yeah. you think I should? I don't know if I've talked about this on the show. Do you think I should talk about the other big spoiler I, that supposed? I think we. I think we. Everyone knows that already, though, right? Well, are, are you talking about uh Superman? Yeah, there was a. Yeah, I think that's already out there. Like they already put it out the there that like he's not coming back. Oh no! Well, that's obvious. Yeah, thanks a lot, Dwayne Johnson. But um, <laughs> do you think? No, I'm talking about the post credit scene now for the Flash or one of them that's supposed. It. I don't know if they changed. Do it I know or... it? I don't even know what you're talking about right now. It's the one with uh, Baby Superman. I don't know if I know this. You I didn't get your one. Go for it now. Shit. Uh, potential Wait. spoilers. <laughs> So one of the rumors was in this movie, Superman is not in it. Makes sense. We saw it in the trailer. And he's only referenced in TV clips. But one of the rumors was the post credit scene was Zod killing baby Kal-El. And hmm. that pretty much sets up another villain and dead Superman. There's also a rumor, too, and I saw oh, this could have been photoshopped, edited. I don't know if it was from that Crisis on Infinite Earths, but there was a rumor that there was going to be a CGI Christopher Reeves in this movie, and he was going to share a scene with Henry Cavill, but that honestly could have been scrapped. There's no way. There is no way. I'll pull it up. I'll pull up the post. I believe you saw the post. I'm just saying there's no way that they do that. There's I think no well, they did say a lot of scenes. Remember, this... There was reshoots. This movie has the- been, yeah, it's been a clusterfuck. So honestly, the scene is probably filmed, but the scene is probably scrapped because Affleck and Cavill no longer have a future here. Yeah, probably. I know it's they scrapped sad. a lot of things. Yeah, I think they scrapped Wonder Woman from this. Did they not? Or did they? Um. Well, clearly not. If Ben Affleck says that he gets saved, that is true. I could have sworn I saw that she was scrapped from something. I maybe I that was that she was scrapped too. This it's it's all a mess. Honestly, it is all bro. a mess. This movie is supposed to point us in the right direction. But I hear it's amazing now. With all this stuff yeah. being cut, I still hear it's amazing. They think it's so good they're showing it two months early at Cinema. Tom Cruise saw it early. Well, Tom Cruise can see whatever the fuck he wants. He's Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's, he's Tom Cruise. But, yeah, so but. Ben Affleck, unfortunately, not a DC fan anymore. Thank you for being a cool Batman. Wish you would just, you know, pony up and give us a goddamn Batman movie directorial. But the Marvel. Whatever. <laughs> So, a couple more things before we hit our break. Um, Joker 2, highly anticipated sequel to the first Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, is in production currently, starring Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker and Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. We fir- we have our first images of Harley Quinn and what she's going to look like in the movie. And personally... Just for me, I'm not a big fan of it, to be honest. Just my own opinion on it. I wish she had a little more like like makeup or something on or more colors or something. She just feels bland when I look at when I look at her. Like the Joker at the end of Joker, Joaquin Phoenix had the smile. He had that little that black like diamond on his eye, his nose. He was all like done up, right? But yeah. like 
I know Harley Quinn's not like that in the comics, but I just wish she able, she just looks like a person to me. Like she doesn't look like Harley Quinn. She looks just like a Lady Gaga with a red blazer on. <laughs> but, well, I think that's the know. thing. We either might see her become Harley Quinn at the end, like we saw mm-hmm. Arthur Fleck become the Joker. That's or true. remember, this universe kind of like the uh uh, bah, what's it? Matt Reeves one? It's more grounded. It's supposed to be very, very more, much so. more realistic and more believable that this stuff is actually happening. But I, at first, I remember, I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but I was like, why are they making a sequel? At first, I mean, I'm now a little more looking forward to it after seeing some of the pictures, but I feel like the first one was really, really good. The way it ended, I don't want to say it's perf- the perfect ending, but the way it ended, I could have been happy if they stopped it there, making you think, like, did he kill those people? Did he kill the person? Mm-hmm. Was this all in his head? Because remember, the whole relationship thing was in his head, so it makes you think what else was in his head. Yeah. But after seeing these pictures, I'm a little more looking forward to it. I'll definitely be seeing it. I'm not going to hate on it. And this is a movie that many people didn't want a sequel to, right? I think I was were you one, one of those included. people. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. was a little upset. I'm like, oh, they're going to make a sequel and made a billion dollars. And it's going to be like, we have one good movie and probably not another good one. But, you know, Todd Phillips, I think if they keep the same writing staff and, you know, Todd Phillips is returning, I think it does have potential after seeing more about it. Yes. I can't really say anything. At this point, I'm more optimistic. I'm going to have to wait for a trailer before I start to really talk about it. But yep, we'll see what they have to offer. Definitely keeping an open mind. I love the Lady Gaga casting. I think that's I awesome. think that's awesome. So definitely looking forward to seeing what she can do with this character. Because personally, I think Margot Robbie like fucking kills it as Harley Quinn. So like that she's going to be compared to her, right? Like, obviously, I, I think there's going to be comparisons. But I wonder I, how much he's going to sing in this movie. Do you remember them they saying say it's a musical. it was a musical? Yeah, they said it was a musical, which is kind of insane. But look, this the Joker one was off the wall, like not what you expected. I mean, everyone loved it. So I expect this one to be the same thing, like something we don't expect, but end up enjoying. And Todd Phillips has a very interesting director's like catalog of shit that he's done, <laughs> you know, with the hangover and everything. But like, he's a director who is a man of many talents. So I'm not going to. He, he could him. do serious stuff, and he could do you know comedies. Yep, definitely. So we'll see. All right, so we will touch one more quick thing that came out today. Clayface, the fuck is Clayface? A lot of people are gonna ask that. Clayface is a DC villain. Batman villain, part of his rogues gallery. And apparently Mike Flanagan, who we definitely know as the creator and director of many Netflix horror shows, including Midnight Mass, Haunting at Hill House, uh, Bly Manor, The Midnight Club. Did I get all of them? There might be another one. Gerald's, uh, Gerald's game, game. Gerald's Game. And did he do Hush? He did Hush. Yeah, I believe Hush. he did Hush. I fucking love Hush. Hush was anyway, fucking awesome. Mike Flanagan great kind of horror slash thriller director. He pitched to DC a Clayface movie. That news broke earlier today. And me and Jake were talking about it and it sounded really cool. And then like two hours later, another report that Clayface was going to be, we don't know if it's going to be the central villain, but he will be in the Batman two, Robert Pattinson's the Batman two. So we connected, you know, a couple dots. Do you think Jake, that the fact that Mike Flanagan brought his pitch for a Clayface movie to DC made DC say, awesome idea. You can't do that right now because we have these plans for Clayface in the Batman 2. Or do you think James Gunn will be like, fuck it. Let's get a Clayface movie and put him in the Batman 2. Who gives a shit? What do you think? Well, when it comes to the Batman 2, I feel that Matt Reeves has kind of total control. I don't even know Gunn is in charge. I don't think that's going to be affected. But honestly, I could probably see 
Clayface being more of a TV show for like HBO Max or something than a movie. Because you can't, mm-hmm. I don't think, the Joker's different. The Joker somehow supported a movie without Batman. I don't count baby Bruce Wayne. He, But, you know, a villain, it would be very interesting to do because the Matt Reeves universe, universe is more grounded. So I don't even know how a man made of goo, I'm sorry, you know. Oh, that's a cause... good picture to paint. Jesus. <laughs> the tar monster from Scooby-Doo. I don't know how he's going <laughs> to. That's exactly what he is. That's like, literally go... exactly what he is. All right. If Monsters go, Unleashed, baby. <laughs> James got to be focused on two, three, but um, day one. If you go, I like the thing of Clayface. I think one of the best versions of Clayface, I've is probably in Arkham City. Do you remember Clayface in Arkham City? I do. Do you remember how he was like pretending to be the Joker and he molded himself yep. into the Joker? Yep. I wonder if he's gonna kind of be. But that's, then it's like too much like hush. If he's doing disguises and wearing people's faces, it's too much like hush. You mean Batman hush? Batman hush, yeah, not yeah, Mike yeah, yeah. hush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but as term in terms of Clayface, they probably had I don't think Mike Flanagan was like, hey, this would be a good idea. And they're like, you know what? Let's put him in Batman too. Well, maybe they already was, had those plans. That's right? what I'm saying. I think yeah. he was I think he was always planned for Batman too. And I think that they're like, all right, listen, man, you're cool. He's going to be in this movie. So we'll keep you in mind for like a TV show. I mean, hey, the Penguin's going to get his own TV show. Maybe Clayface. But Penguin's a big character. You know what I mean? Like, it would be interesting to see what Clayface would have to offer. Like I said, because they can't do the man made a goo story. I don't really know his origin story. I'm sorry, but they would have to. I don't either. They would have to keep him more grounded, which should be interesting. He honestly, he might be completely different from the source material. So he, I was just going to ask you this. I was just about to ask you this. If Clayface is in the Batman two, we've heard Matt Reeves say how this universe is much more grounded in reality than anything else we've seen <clears> in <throat> comics, even the Dark Knight to an extent. And if you're bringing Clayface into this, how do you do he might that? Just be a guy. He might just be a guy, and he might just. But he can't just be a guy. If he you're going to bring guy in a mask. That would be then. That's not Clayface. Do you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> like remember they were talking about Mister Freeze was going to be the main villain of Batman Two. That was the rumor, like right after the Batman came out. And that would be and that would be interesting considering Gotham is underwater. Yeah, but I mean, that I could see Mister Freeze. I could see how you can do him and make him more realistic than the comics. I could see that. I don't he, see how you can do that with Clayface. I don't see how you I, can make him grounded. It's gonna be hush would be fantastic. Oh my god, but that would need to be R rated because you know be he sick. murders people. But would Clayface like? Uh, I feel like they would. I, it would be completely different. You know, they can't have him morph into people. They can't. He would probably just be some criminal. You know, just yep. like a random criminal. Unless they kind of do it like, um, well, Batman really didn't have. Who I mean, Batman, yeah, Batman did the Riddler, which is easy, and then Penguin and a little bit of the Joker. But if it's just going to be a person, that's the only way you could really, you know, work. Yeah, because I mean, it's, it's the Riddler is, you know, yeah. just clay. The Riddler was perfect to start off with if you wanted a grounded universe. He was perfect because <clears throat> you could see how he made him a, a sociopath. He made him a serial killer, and he made him it looked like he had like issues and all that shit it made sense joker even looked like more grounded in like he looked like he had been in an accident and he didn't have all the fucking makeup and you know the little flower that squirts out acid and all that shit but how do you do clayface in this universe i don't know i'm not gonna doubt matt reeves though because that movie fucking slaps dude i I still love my scarecrow theory that i came up with opening night Dude, we we looked at each other we're like, is that the fucking, is that the drug? What that would that make drug? sense that instead of gas, it's a drug. Yep. And it kind of like mind controls people. Like it's like acid or something. Well, we'll get into that another time. Yeah, it's but another story. Let's take a quick break and let you hear from our sponsors real quick. And we will be right back. All right. We're back. 
and ready to fucking roll on this second half. So, John Wick Chapter 4 just Holy came fuck. out. <laughs> Me, Jake, and I have both seen the movie. This is going to be a spoiler-heavy talk. We're going to discuss what the movie, how we enjoyed the movie, our favorite parts, post credit scene, what the future of the franchise could look like, all the spoilers. So you have been warned. Jake, how did you like John Wick 4? I said it once, I'll say it again. Holy fuck. Yeah. That, that that's it. it. It says it all. Yeah. It lived up to the hype. It lived, it lived up, up to the, the hype. hype that I gave you because I saw it first. I'm like, go see this movie. I don't care if you have to see it at midnight. It's a three-hour movie. Go see it right now. Well, I remember when it premiered. It premiered like two weeks ago. It premiered a while ago. And people were saying it's the best in the franchise. I'm like, whoa. You know, like, whoa. That's bold. That's a bold statement to make. This franchise has is three for three on movies. There's not one weak link in there. And to say it's the best, the fourth movie being your best one is a bold statement. So I was a little, I was excited, but I was, I was tempered my expectations. When I, then you saw it, then you saw it. (laughs) So Jake sees it the Thursday it comes out. And I'm like, you got to tell me if it's as good as people say, he calls me. He's like, yeah, it's that fucking good. It's that fucking good. I'm like, really, really? So then I go in, my expectations are now very high. And I walk out fucking exhilarated. That movie was fucking awesome. It was amazing. There was the body count, Jake, the body count. What what do we think? What do we think? From John Wick or in total? No, from this movie, from John Wick 4. Oh, you mean no, no, no. from like uh, the character John Wick or like no? Let's just say all the kills, all the kills. Uh, I want to say maybe two fifty. Yeah, I was gonna say between two fifty, three hundred. There are so many kills, and there are so many creative kills. How they kill people, and there are dogs that want to bite your dick off, and there are yeah nunchucks, and there are swords and blind men and. Arrows, arrows, and bare hands and a pencil. Nice callback. And the longest set of stairs since Kung Fu Panda. This staircase was how long was that thing, Jake? Uh, three hundred steps, I believe they said. Is that what it actual actually is? I think it said like two to three hundred steps, dude. That literally was like the Kung Fu Panda like stairs. I'm like, holy shit! And then when he starts falling down the stairs, it's like, I'm like, well, he's fucked. I mean, like, he's totally fucked. He's not getting all the way up there. Then Blindy comes over and just Pain, yeah. absolute G. Um. Anyway, let's talk about what really happened here. This movie was fucking awesome. The kills were sick. The story actually worked out. He had to. He was trying to do a duel with this with Bill Skarsgård, and that would free him from the high table, and he can do whatever he wants with his life after that. Um, Which I don't know where he's going because he's technically homeless because his house blew yeah, up. True. But anyway, as anyone knows who's seen the movie or if you don't care, John Wick ends up dying in this movie. Quote we think? on quote dying. Yeah. So, Jake, do you think John Wick died? Second, <clears throat> are we getting a John Wick five? And third, is this the best movie of the trilogy? Or- series i'm gonna answer your stuff out of order this is hands down the best movie out of one through three okay it somehow surpassed all those movies the last 45 minutes i would the big fight scene i would also argue so picture this the whole entire scar scar trying to cheat in his duel by killing john mcgurley so he's raising this man's bounty and he's sending every gang in europe after him and the last 45 minutes, I could argue, is better than one through three. Like, it is awesome. He gets hit by nine cars, falls down 300 flights, jumps out another two-story building, and miraculously dies by one gunshot Or three gunshot wounds. But it's tough to say. I would be happy if it ended now, despite how much I loved it, because this mm-hmm. is a good enter franchise. You had four near-perfect films. The fourth one, honestly being almost perfect if not perfect and i wouldn't be disappointed 
I I would rather see spin-off movies and I would also rather like you know we have one coming out and a spin-off TV series and potential prequels but as of now I think they should leave him quote unquote dead mm-hmm. and I think they should they would really really have to create something that's great if you think about this he's free from the high table who was They've been a problem only since really two, because that's when he kills Santino, and that's when he's officially ex-Mikano. Yep. But I, I think they should kind of let him rest for a bit. I think this did. is a great way to end his story. Because <clears throat> somebody made the argument that he might be done with the high table, but he still has enemies. Unless sure. it's kind of like an Arkham Knight kind of ending where everybody thinks he's dead, but he's out there but i don't i think because uh what's his face you know the king and winston look at each other and they're like oh where do you think he is and they kind of smile and smirk even though their friend's dead so it kind of leads you to believe that he could be alive and i like it like that where it's open but just because it's open doesn't mean you have to bring him back you know i agree and i think the way they killed him was very good too because john wick has never actually lost a fight he died because he let kane shoot him in order to get the upper hand on scars guard scars guard so i think the way they did it and plus look he wanted to get out from the table right he got out one way or another he got out even if death is his way out it's still a way out even though it's not what we all expected um post credit scene i didn't stay for it but I know what it was. Do you want to talk about that? So Kang is also, yeah, Kang. <laughs> Kane is also involved with the high table. You know, hold Donnie on, hold Yen. on. I'm sorry. Let me cut you off real quick. Huh? Donnie Yen, fucking awesome in this. Oh, he slaps in this movie. Fucking awesome. <laughs> he's so fucking cool. All right. And his name, he's Kane. He's the character. He's a blind, like, just badass. So he's kind of like Daredevil, but better in every way. I'm sorry. Way better. Charlie way Cox, fucking better. But... <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's also now free from the high table because he was involved and Skarsgård's like, listen, if you don't kill John Wick, you know, we're going to kill your daughter. Yep. Classic kind of scenario. But I should also mention a little backstory to it. John Wick goes to the Continental. Uh, what, where were they? I forget where it is. Where I forget the actor's name. Uh, where in Japan? Yeah. Uh, the guy who plays uh, fucking... Scorpion. Scorpion, yeah. I forget his name, too. So he's protecting John Wick. And, you know, Highfield finds out. Big bloodbath there. And because Donnie Yen is working for Skarsgård, he ends up killing the guy who plays Scorpion. Let me get and his name. just angers, you know, Scorpion's daughter. <laughs> just call him Scorpion. <laughs> I, I don't... I forget, I forget his character's name. His I know name... Him. Hold on, I'll have it in a second. His name is fuck is he uh sonata hiroki sonata so we'll call him sonata i mean dude scorpion he's also awesome scorpion oh he's fucking awesome in every movie and he's badass but yeah uh so yeah that was the great post-credit scene for that he killed i didn't explain post-credit scene oh sorry (laughs) i'm sorry i was looking up the fucking thing so uh you know (laughs) so his daughter is now angry that her dad's dead so it ends that is with fucked. Donnie Yen watching his daughter playing violin because they're both free from the high table. But then Scorpion's daughter's in the crowd and she takes out a pocket knife, implying that she's going to try to kill him for revenge. Which Ain't no shot. Up- she's killing Donnie Yen with what this motherfucker, like she, there's no way she has a chance in hand to hand combat against this blind son of a bitch. There's no way, in my opinion. She was doing pretty good herself too. She killed a couple of people. She was, but remember, she kills the dad, and then she picks up the sword, and he goes, "Don't live, like, it's like don't pick it up, live instead." That's a badass line, and she puts the sword down because she knows she can't fucking kill him. I mean, if she can, then why didn't she do it then? That's all. I, that's all I'm thinking. But maybe so, her daughter. Maybe so, his daughter can see her dad die too. That's you know, it's cool. It's cold blooded. So we know that. They said, we both agree that we, I remember 
them greenlighting John Wick 4 and 5. Yeah. And I, I remember think that. 5 just turned into Ballerina. Yeah, that's what we're kind of going off the assumption is 5 turned into Ballerina with Ana de Armas. And recently, like I think it was today or yesterday, a report came out that since the box office for John Wick 4 has been so fucking strong. They're considering it. They're considering John Wick 5, which like he had a perfect ending. But watching Keanu do these things at 60 years old and looking as badass as he does, I'll take as much as they give me. I'll, I don't care. I love it. I love it. Give me five, six, seven, eight. I'll watch all these fucking things. Give me a Fast and Furious franchise type John Wick bullshit. How many more of these could you watch, Jade? Do you watch John Wick 5 or do you think they should leave it how it is? Honestly, if I can watch Fast and Furious 1 through 12, and you count the two, I could watch John Wick <laughs> 1 through 10. <laughs> but true. would I like it? Mm, you know. Do you think that we should get a John Wick 5 or do you think they should let the character rest? Let the character rest, make some spinoff movies. It seems like a very interesting world. And I say let the character rest because they got a good track record. It'll be really sucky if they release another one and it's like, ugh, John Wick 5. Like, it's not, you know, it's not as good as his predecessors. Yep. So I honestly think by letting him die... They can end it off on a good thing. He got his freedom. Character's done. Ten-year journey. Yeah, it was a great ending. But if they came out with John Wick 5, don't lie to me. You're there Thursday night. I, yeah, You're I, there I, Thursday night. <laughs> I told you. I told you. If I could sit through Fast and Furious 1 through 12, I could sit through John Wick 1 through 10. Would I want it? Not especially. Would I uh-huh. see it? Eh, probably. Thursday night, yeah. All right. So John Wick, fucking awesome movie. Strongly recommend it. Go see it. It fucking rules. Yeah, go see this movie. Everyone's sick in it, man. You see the guy from, what was it, like the company? He sold the movie five times? Yeah, the fuck? That's nearly, what is it, like 50? The movie's like three hours, right? That's a lot of hours. It's a lot of hours. It's over 10 hours. A lot of hours. But fucking, damn. All right. Lastly today, let's talk about the upcoming release schedule for April. We have a pretty good month. I mean, I don't think it could be March. March was stacked. But April has at least three movies that I know we are both looking forward to in uh, Sizu, which is talking about John Wick made by John the Wick same company. Literally, it's just John Wick from World War II. It's literally the movie. The Red Band trailer. Go it watch looks it. awesome. Just, the Red Band trailer is fucking amazing. It's just him blowing up bad guys. Yeah, literally. literally. That's not even over The scene in the trailer where he stabs the guy through the head and the knife goes out the other side like I'm ready. I'll, I'll be there. I will be there day one. That movie looks fucking awesome. Renfield. 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 Sorry. Dumbass. Looks <laughs> fuck off. Looks uh very funny, very bloody, like really bloody. I didn't think it would be mm-hmm. as bloody as it is, but damn. Nick Cage is Dracula. Come on, man. You got to be there day one. Who doesn't want to see that? Who doesn't want to see Nick Cage as Dracula? I mean, the trailers have been funny. Nicholas Holt, I believe, is his name is Renfield. Um, and then uh, uh, who's the girl? Uh. Oh my god. Aquafina? Yes, thank you. Aquafina. She's always funny. So this looks like it's gonna be a dark comedy kind of thing to me, right? I mean, that's what it's gonna looks like. Um yeah, and it looks very comedy. fun. And then Jake, the big one, right? The big oh, one. Oh, the very big one. That we will definitely be there opening night. Paw Patrol Pup Rescue. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> but Evil Dead Rise. Oh yeah. Hitting theaters. I believe it was like April late? 3rd, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it was late April. Jake is a very big Evil Dead fan. I like Evil Dead. Not that much. I've only seen the OG one like one time. And the remake I liked a lot. Which we we, we watched together not too long ago. Yeah, probably last year. Because you yeah. didn't see the... You didn't see the un- I saw yes. the rated version, but they just released like the unrated version of the 2013 one. Which was a really fun movie. Really fun. And bloody as fuck. And everything. But this movie was originally made for HBO Max, like we know. But they said it was so good, it needs a theatrical release. And then it got 100% of Rotten Tomatoes. 100%. For a horror movie? That's ridiculous. So, I'm fucking... The trailers have been sick. I'm ready. I know you're fucking ready. Oh, yeah. Do you know... (laughs) Does this have any relation to 2013 Evil Dead? 
Um, I've heard some people say yes. I've heard some people say no. And I heard Bruce Campbell you know, say that it's all connected through the Necronomicon because there's different Necronomicons. Mm-hmm. That's true. So in a way, it's like the Evil Dead cinematic universe. Well, let me ask you, this move, Evil Dead, where is this ranked right now and what we have left on your most anticipated movies list for this year? Oh, for this year? Yeah. Shit, I don't even know what's coming out. Do you think it's like June. top 10 for you? Like, Do you think it's the most anticipated horror movie this year? Let me say that. Probably the most anticipated movie. Definitely in the top 10 because I, I forget what's coming out this year. Yeah. But do you think it's your most anticipated horror movie? Um, out of everything coming out, got I'd Exorcist pro- two, or actually whatever. That, I don't know what they're gonna call it. Um, probably Evil Dead still, yeah. And I think October's got a few more. Um, but yeah, so that I'm very excited for. I know you're very excited for April to round out. We got Sizu, Renfield, Evil Dead Rise, The Pope's Exorcist. I'm actually looking forward to that. I'm not gonna lie. It's a guilty Honestly, yeah, like uh, the tra- I didn't see a trailer until I saw it in theaters, just, and it's yep. R-rated, and it looks like they're taking it. You know, they always release those exorcism movies. I mean, Jesus, me, you, <laughs> we saw the uh, the unholy with JDM. And yeah, that was that was fucking awful. <laughs> that was fucking awful. <laughs> so every year they do like an exorcist type movie, and this oh. one doesn't sound. This one actually looks pretty watchable. Look, you you get Russell Crowe to do this, like, damn. All right. He was too busy filming Gladiator too. Yeah, I know, right? Jesus, how the fuck is he going to be in Gladiator? What, what? I don't want to even get into that. But that's, but yeah, I mean, we have a solid month coming up, and we have an awesome summer slate of movies that we'll get into another time. But yeah, Evil Dead Rise, Renfield, Sizu, go to your movie theaters, go support them, and go see Evil Dead unless you're a bitch. Yeah, we'll so, talk about we'll talk about even that next year at this time when yeah. we do our another yearly episode. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so actually, before I wrap this up, uh, I'll just make a couple quick announcements. We are back. The plan, the plan, is <laughs> to... <laughs> the, plan the plan is to do weekly episodes on either Wednesday or Thursday, whatever is more convenient for our schedules. Um. But we do plan on getting you weekly content out as much as possible. Go follow us on Twitter, Instagram at official flicks and chips, YouTube and YouTube and subscribe and all that bullshit. And yeah, until uh, next time, we will. Uh, we'll see you next week. But I'm Austin. That's I'm Jake. The big ounce. And we will t- <laughs> we'll talk to you again next week. Unless we have a heart attack. <laughs> Unless we have a stroke. <laughs>